All right, 21 minutes away from 8 o'clock, 13, 12, 69. I'm about to introduce to you the man who is the biggest fan of the IPCC report that came out this week. Malcolm Roberts, One Nation Senator. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Marcus. How are you? I'm all right. And, and mate, what did you have for breakfast? Cockroach casserole? Grasshopper goulash? I'm not sure why. C- caterpillars on toast? Why? Well, the United Nations has just announced that it wants to ban the use of beef by putting on a worldwide so-called environmental tax for their own revenue of $1.60 per kilo that's going to drive beef out of production. And instead, they want us to eat bugs, protein from bugs. They're saying, <laughs> mate, this, yeah, it's, I'm serious. Hey, I'm so serious that the Morrison-Joyce government mm-hmm. has contributed $63 million, 64, sorry, to bankroll this attack on our farming community. Yeah, uh, look, I... <laughs> I don't know, Malcolm. I really, I really don't I'm, know where I'm this is all going to end. I know. I've heard it. I heard the. I heard the ridiculousness. And um, I look. I'm good friends with Emma Hurst from the Animal Justice Party, but I can see myself being at loggerheads. I love uh, the. You know, I love the environment. I want to look after our climate. I believe climate change is real, but I'm not going to give up beef. Well, mate, you're going to be limited to a recommended dietary limit of 14 grams of red meat per day, one bite. And, and, mate, I've, I've been an omnivore. Uh, I've been a, a, a vegan for a little while. Yeah. And that, now I'm a carnivore. That's all I eat, just meat. And, and it's the best form of protein. I feel much better. The, the food nutrition uh, experts are now recognising that, that uh, animal fats are essential for our brain and for our, for our health. All right. Well, just one more comment on that uh, that climate change report. We're a broad church here on the on the program, as you know. And I, I I mentioned to Pauline the other day, her and I were differing on a couple of things regarding COVID, and that's fine. Uh, but what I do pride myself on on this program is providing a platform for alternate views, unless, like an earlier caller, Aiden, who, uh, to be honest, was a little disrespectful toward people who's lost their lives to to COVID nineteen and. Look, but you're also a senator. You're a senator in the Australian Parliament. You're a man who wields, like Pauline, a fair bit of power. You often hold the balance of power when it comes to votes. So I think it's important we hear what you have to say. So let's just go back to this report. Sure. Do you believe that it's as uh, devastating uh, as what is predicted? Is it as dire? Are we in a climate catastrophe, Malcolm Roberts? We are not in a climate catastrophe and not not in a climate emergency. The release of the UN IPCC's latest assessment report reminds us yet again that every previous UN IPCC dire forecast of catastrophe has failed. Every one of them. There's not one that's come true. So what I'm going to do, Marcus, is I'm going to read the UN's report, consult scientists, and above all, consider any empirical evidence within a logical scientific framework necessary to prove scientific cause and effect. You can say this report says we're in dire consequences. I want to see the evidence. In, I've read every one of their reports, uh, 1990, 95, 2001, 2007, 2013. Yeah, yeah. The first two were based on a lie. The scientists actually said there's nothing happening. And one, the head scientist then changed that without referring to the, uh, to the, uh, the scientific group, changed it to say we're in dire problems. That's a lie. Now, in 2001... 2007 and 2013, there was one sole chapter in each of those reports claiming warming and attributing it to our carbon dioxide, human activity. 
each of those chapters in chapter uh, was in 2001 it was chapter 12 in 2007 it was chapter 9 in 2013 it was chapter 10 each of those chapters contains no evidence no empirical evidence and it relies entirely on bogus rubbishy computer models that have been proven wrong completely there is nothing happening in this climate it's just natural cyclical variation all right. So, in other words, we are not, according to you, uh, and you know, you obviously uh, don't believe uh, the evidence that's been provided in this IPCC report confirming we are on the brink of a climate catastrophe. Well, Marcus, it's very simple. I do not believe that because, and it's very simple to answer your questions. You've got a very soft question there because you introduced the word believe. Science has nothing to do with belief. Science has everything to do with empirical evidence presented in a structured, logical framework that proves cause and effect. I don't care what anyone says they believe. I want to see their data. And until someone puts up the data, I will continue to, to de- deny this rubbish. All it's right. an absolute rubbish. It's not scientific. It's politically motivated. You've just seen me talk about, uh, heard me talk about the, the 14 grams of red meat per person per day. This is the status of the UN. I've been all over Cape York in the last few weeks. Yeah. And, and, you know, native title, um, I believe, is essential for recognizing the past, past, not ownership, but the past claim to the land. Yeah, yeah. But native title has locked up vast tracts of our country, and the Aboriginals are, are really screaming about the fact that they can't get to use that land. And if you look at the preamble to the Native Title Act, it's riddled with UN. If you go to the Murray-Darling Basin, it's being wrecked. By the, by the Water Act that Turnbull brought in in 2007 with John Howard. Yep. Absolute disgrace. That is riddled with uh, one of the aims being to comply with international agreements. Everywhere you look, the Kyoto Agreement that stole farmers' property rights took land rights off our farmers. That was driven by the UN. The destruction of our economy, the destruction of our energy, which is vital for competing, is d- driven by the UN. The, well, the Kyoto t- Protocol. Yep, right, this is well, all rubbish. Why then would the Tomago smelter decide to go completely renewable? I don't know. I'd have to see that decision. Uh, but the, the well, they're the largest thing- user of energy in New South Wales. They are a, are a big uh, industrial complex. They employ thousands of people. But even they believe in climate change to the effect that they want to be uh, completely renewable. Well, they're not. If they believe in climate change, going renewable is the worst way to do it because. The long-term life cycle, life cycle of wind turbines is that they produce more in the con- construction of wind turbines. They produce more carbon dioxide than they save. Yeah. But by the way, carbon dioxide is not a problem. The same with solar panels. And then you've got a huge environmental legacy of um, wind turbines when they fail after 15 years, some earlier, and solar panels when, they, when they've given up the ghost in 15 years. What are you going to do with all of them? There's no, there's no bond that says someone's going to dispose of them. This, we're, we're heading for a catastrophe, and right. it's a human catastrophe uh, that's based upon rubbish.